0: reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money okay
1: is it over yet are we done are we done with the year oh no not yet well some parts of the world are i want to be in one of those parts of the world you know wouldn't it be you know, I'm, I'm i'm one of these people who are like this is this is the year that should go away and we should move into a new one hi everybody welcome to the last program of the year the last talking real money of the year Hallelujah. Uh, Tom is... Uh, oh, you know, when Tom takes a vacation for the holidays, he does it right. Tom is sitting by the pool in Maui under 80-degree temperatures and a nice warm tropical breeze. As he just attended his son's wedding yesterday. I am in Florida, finally. Thank heaven. I got here on Thursday, the Thursday after Christmas, and I told my wife I I don't know the, I I can't think of the last time I was so happy to be home. Coldest Christmas ever. I'm not going to get into details, but as I was sitting with my mother at the emergency room on Christmas Eve eve all day long, uh, I thought to myself, well, this is the topper of the year. This kind of just makes this the worst year ever. Not just for me personally, but financially. And I didn't have anything to do with it. Neither did you. But think about it. If you're an investor, this was not a great year for you financially. But the question really is always, did you predict it in advance? Did you really? And if you did, which I don't believe, I don't, unless you're just really lucky, and some people are lucky, will you be able to predict when to get back in? That's the trick. And and. And something, an end-of-the-year thing made me think about this. And that thing is, uh, I think it was yesterday. They all blur together. Uh, I think it was yesterday. My wife was watching the news, which I just don't like doing. I do not like television news. Don't like all the commercials. Don't like the quick stories. I'd rather read my news. But I'm I'm old-fashioned that way. She was watching the television news. Uh, Plus, I also don't like commercial TV. Give me streaming. And they, they had one of these retrospective look-at-who-died-in-the-last-year stories. And it's interesting. We talk about all these people who die. Every year right now in the world, about 67 million people die every year. And we recognize maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 of them as significant people who died. Now, every year, about 133 million people are born. So twice as many people are born, most of those in other countries, but that's a lot of people. Do we know when that child is born? even if we have incredible information available to us, like, well, this parent has an IQ of this and this and this parent and this parent did this and this parent did this and this parent has this genetic, and the child has these genes and these genes and they'll do this thing. Do we believe that we can predict which one of those children being born right now or born in 2022, can we predict which of those children decades from now will be on that list, that in-memoriam in, in memoriam list on television. Is there any chance at all that you can predict that? Of course not. You wouldn't even try, would you? I mean, did, did, did you know Barbara Walters was going to die yesterday? I had to get that in for my wife. Sorry. <laughs> she said, you're going to mention Barbara Walters' death, right? She lost Barbara. I said, no, but there, Debbie, I mentioned Barbara Walters. I didn't know the Pope was going to die. The old Pope, pre-Pope, not new Pope, old Pope. Um, But did I know that old Pope, when old Pope was born, wherever old Pope was born, and I can't remember, is he the German one? or I don't remember. Polish? I don't remember. Do we rem- did we know when that Pope was born to whomever his parents were, that he would be Pope or that he would even be significant. Why do I mention this? I hope you get the point. Have you gotten the point yet? Yeah, you're going to try and predict which segment of the economy is going to be hot in the next year. I know not. Well, maybe not you, but there will be articles. I guarantee it, well, will be. They're already there. They're already out there. As a matter of fact, I have an article right here. Contrarian picks for 2023 and beyond. The best income funds for 2023. You're gonna be inundated with these. And the trick is well, <laughs> the real trick is don't read them. Then give me a call, 855 935 talk Tom
0: and Don are talking real money.
1: In medicine? A second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome
1: almost, almost, almost to 2023. You are experiencing your very last chance to talk with me in 2022 and to make my 2022 slightly better than it's been because... It's pretty much sucked. Uh <laughs> much of it. And I know it has for many of you. I'm not whining. I'm not. I'm not gonna go through all the little things, but I'm just really it's it's like well 2022 was bad for a lot of things. 2021 was bad for some things, but for the stock market, for investors, it was good. It was darn good. As a matter of fact, the last Well, from 2009 to now, with the exception of two years, I think 15 and 18, when we had a downturn a little bit, it's been really, really good. So you have to put things in perspective and I have to do the same with life. You know, life has been good to me with the exception of some bad things that happened in 2022. Same thing with the stock market. Bad things happen. They've been happening. Will they stop happening? Mm, Pretty sure someday they will. Can't guarantee it with 100% accuracy, but I'm pretty sure. When? No clue. 855-935-TALK. That is a number that works 24-7, but it works today on New Year's Eve because I'm here doing the show, and Tom is in Hawaii. So you've got me. Call me. I love talking with you. 855 And Ken, I appreciate you calling. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
2: Thanks for taking my call, Don.
1: Glad to do it, Ken. What's up?
2: Yeah, so I, the organization that I work for, question that I have, I have a full 3B, mm-hmm. and I, I hear a lot of talk about the Roth 4-3B and you needing to contribute to, to that, just like with the Roth 4-1K. It's pretty much the same vessel. Um, but my strategy is I try to maximize the 403B so that my wife and I, my, our income is low enough so that we can put money into our Roth IRAs. Mm-hmm. I prefer putting it in the, the Roth IRAs because you have more investment options, you know, individual stocks, mutual funds, whereas with the Roth 403B, you have very limited funds that you can select. So I was just curious as to whether or not my strategy is a sound one. Uh, again, by putting money to maximize the 403B and also to lower our our uh, modified adjusted gross income so that we can contribute to a Roth I because think, of the I, additional... I, go ahead, I'm sorry. I
1: think it's a brilliant strategy. If The lower your income, the more valuable the Roth is, I think, in 403Bs because the tax break is not as big. But when you're doing a a pre-tax 403b, and you're at a higher income level, which you are obviously. This is a really, really smart way to to have your cake and eat it too. You get the opportunity to con- invest for retirement in a way that is tax free because you invested in a way that is just tax deferred, but gave you a tax break today when you are in a high bracket, and. We don't know the future. We don't know what your bracket's going to be in the future. But if you're in a very high bracket while you're working, uh, unless you've saved tens of millions, the odds are your bracket is going to probably be a little bit lower in retirement, all other things remaining equal. So I think this is absolutely brilliant. I would encourage you to continue doing it. I think it's wonderful that this allows you to fund the Roth and have those both both of those accounts working for you. And what they're doing is they're covering both bases, too. You've got a source for early withdrawals, if you need it, in the tax-deferred 403B, and you can let that Roth IRA just roll on out forever without any requirement that you, that you ever take a penny from it.
2: All right. So I think what I'll do, I'll just continue to con- to do this strategy until my income is too high for me to contribute to the Roth and then I'll switch over and consider the Roth 4 b
1: Absolutely. That makes I think, sense? I think that, well, it may make sense. If your income is still high enough, what you might want to do is backdoor a Roth too. Um, okay. You know, if your income is really high yeah. that you need that tax, because there are very few tax deductions for those in higher brackets these days and at least the 403b deduction is uh is it's a real deduction that's not likely to go away and it's one of the few you can take advantage of so you may just want to do a backdoor but that's down the road we don't know what the laws are going to look like we can figure that one out then
2: right right well thanks so much thanks for all that you do Hope you have a great new year. Thank Look you. Look listening to you in
1: 2023. Thank you so much. I wish Bye. the same to you. Take care. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. And as I said, that is a number you can use 24-7. You can call us on that number anytime. And we'll answer questions on our podcast. And if you haven't started listening to our podcast yet, if you like the show you can except during the holidays when I don't put up as many cause I was on vacation. If you like the show, you can listen to even more on our podcast because Tom and I do an additional three podcasts every week. In addition to the, the two, the two one hour segments of the, of the live Seattle show. Uh, and if I sound a little bit, uh, I might start to cough or something. I, I am just getting over the flu. So, you can't catch it over the radio, though. You're good. Uh, this well, what I do every every single day, I check the uh, the the news on on the markets, and a little later on in the program, I want to share with you some of these predictions, these prediction headlines that I've been reading, because I I really. I really hate this time of year, in part because of these. I really do. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. And, Ann, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Oh, I'm better. Thanks.
3: Well, good. I hope 2023 is better for you. Thank
1: you, ma'am. What can I do for you? Uh,
3: so Yeah. So my questions um, are kind of about bonds. If I decided that I wanted to have some portion of my portfolio in bonds, Mm -hmm. um, how do you, what do you recommend? Do you put it all in BND uh, with Vanguard? Do you distribute that to short-term or long-term? What would, what would you need ultra short-term bonds for? And how do you evaluate different bond funds against each other?
1: Great questions. Um, I think if for the bond portion of a well-diversified portfolio outside of your emergency money. Emergency money could be kept in an ultra-short-term bond fund. Emergency money, though, these days, I would probably just keep in high-yield savings because the rates are so good if you go shop online. Uh, BND is the U.S. bond market, except for junk bonds. It's the investment-grade and above bond market for the United States. So, Why would you need anything else when you get pretty much everything in it and it skews toward the intermediate maturities, which keeps its volatility relatively low? The only reason you might want something else is if you want even lower volatility for the fixed income portion of your portfolio. And then you might want to default to short intermediate government bond funds because they tend to be very low volatility. Or you could ladder brokered CDs. That's another way, but that requires some work. How you evaluate them is really, only, you want an index, you do not want actively managed, you do not want junk, you want all high quality or as high quality as you can get, you want to avoid longer maturities, and you want the lowest fees possible. Thanks for the call.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Have a question about money? questions Any- question about money, call me. If I don't know the answer, I'll just say, I don't know. And I'll try to find it for you. If I do, I'll tell you what I think. I'll give you my honest opinion. I won't try to lead you astray. I will not lie to you. Uh, and I'm not going to try and sell you anything. So give me a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Only time I sell stuff is in my alter ego job, (laughs) which is when I do voice work. And it's funny when I do voice work, I have, I've just started getting dabbling in voice work again. I hadn't done it for years and years, and I just wanted to do it for fun because I like it so much. And I find myself turning jobs down all the time because I just – I don't want – and I won't do any financial at all, at none, no financial. Um, but uh, I find myself turning jobs down because I just cannot associate my voice even with them. Um, so, you know, there I guess I sell stuff, but here I don't. 855-935-8255 it's free and it's really easy and i love talking with you and lisa welcome to talking real money
3: hello hi lisa um yeah i guess i i haven't been getting many calls today
1: huh oh actually i'm shocked how many i'm getting I was expecting. Uh, I I was expecting zero. uh, So (laughs) I was expecting zero. So I'm happy.
3: (laughs) I wasn't. I wasn't listening. I was walking. So. (laughs) Oh oh oh! Well, of course. Anyway, well, you know, you don't want
1: to. You don't want to listen too closely. I might cause you to fall over when you're walking or something. You trip or, anyway. (laughs) What's what's up?
3: Yeah. There you go. So, I have a real general question. Okay, so I am quite the planner and I'm really into finance and I'm approaching retirement. Um, It's actually coming in summer of 2023. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to be moving a big, a big sum of money. Um, from one institution into another and so it's basically from my work 457b to um, um, to Vanguard I guess it doesn't matter if I say it yeah no um, we, I we believe in IRA.
1: using names I mean yeah. why not
3: <laughs> yeah I have I have a I have a Roth IRA and I'm a real reader and I'm a John Vogel John or a Jack Bogle fan mm-hmm. so, so um I've always been an aggressive investor, and I'm okay with it. Um, And that's fine. I don't mind losing money but because I don't need it right away. Um, But so to move this money, you have to sell it to move it, and it goes into a money market. And that's making me really nervous. And I realize that chances are I could sell low everything low and then buy low. It's not going to change, but there's a chance that I could um, sell low and things change because it's not instantaneous. So it's making me real nervous. Mm. So I just wanted some insight.
1: Okay. One, I wouldn't be nervous because the transaction, the transactions happen so quickly within less than a week. The whole thing will be reinvested at Vanguard. Less than a week.
3: Oh, I don't, I don't believe. I, I no, it won't happen that quickly. Number one. Why
1: is your four is your four fifty seven um, dragging so its much, feet?
3: Oh, so I haven't actually done it yet. But the way they process it, and this is what a um, um, planner I am. Um, I had a week off, and I got all the forms out that mm-hmm. I need to get to retire. So I printed all the forms and I started filling them out. And so the way that this 457... No, listen, the way this 457 works is they'll ask you, you know, the institution that you want to make the check out for but they mail you the check yeah they do not send it directly to vanguard
1: oh oh, oh, okay i thought you were talking about the time that it was sitting in the money market at vanguard you're talking about that long ridiculous stupid period between when they mail the check and you deposit it to vanguard yeah that is stupid and i i don't blame you for being possibly a little upset but let hang on with me a minute stick around through this break for the podcast it's barely a break um and but for you it's about five minutes and and we'll talk more about this on the other side we're talking real money
0: tom and don are talking real money future. We're talking real money.
1: Hi there. Welcome back. I'm Don. Tom is on vacation in Hawaii and we're ending the year together. You, me, and um, a lot of people just listening in. 855-935-TALK is the number you can use to call and ask questions. Lisa's doing just that. Lisa's getting ready to retire in 2023, has a 457 and is going to be rolling that over into an IRA and rolling over a 457 to an IRA with some people can be a real pain in the neck. Um, but you know, just a couple things real quick, things you can do. One of the things you can do to speed it up a little bit is to ask them if they'll do it to overnight the check to you. The second thing you can do with Vanguard. I I, I know they they've done this is you, once you have your account set up, you can do a direct check deposit that still has a, about a week, I think it's a week delay. But then you're looking at maybe less than two weeks before you're fully invested. So you might be able to get around some of that. As for the waiting to get invested in all the horrible things that can happen, you know, the market, you could get out and then it goes way up on you. Um, how much money are we talking about, Lisa? Uh,
3: a, mil- a million dollars.
1: Million dollars. Okay. Because... <sighs> Rarely, and I mean rarely, have we ever seen a couple of weeks where the market's moved more than one or two, three percentage points in either direction. Big moves don't happen quickly, or at least don't happen quickly, and then last for very long. So the odds of you losing huge amounts of money aren't very high. They're they're quite low. Um, do you have just... Do you have emergency money?
3: Yes. yes How much
1: definitely. do you have in your emergency money, your short term money pool? Your bonds, your emergency money, your short term money pool that's not in the four fifty seven, roughly.
3: Well, I will have I so so I have another um, account for work and it's um, it's fairly safe. And so I'll plan I plan on just using, you know, putting that all in short-term bonds or, you know, some other kind of vehicle, maybe partially in a money market. So that's about one hundred twenty thousand. What I
1: was, what I was going to so suggest I'll is that, that. F- for that two-week period or so, if you do, if if you if they will overnight the check or send it to you rapidly, and you do the direct deposit with the Vanguard app, um, if you take some of your other money and just for two weeks, invest it more aggressively then you'll pick up at least some of the gains from the market and then you can go back to conservative later but i think you're overthinking so,
3: so do you see it do, do you do you see any reason in waiting
1: no i no. mean i
3: know that's a little market timing no
1: it's but- not a little it's a lot it's there, how can we possibly yeah. know
3: yeah
1: and but i i'm, I'm telling i've done i've i've been dealing with markets since I was in my 20s when I was a broker. And that was the one complaint I never heard, was while my money is moving, I might miss a big move in the market. And the reason being, because the the moves tend not, they they tend to be big over time, but in short periods of time, we are not likely to see a a 10% bump in the market in that two-week period. It's just the odds against it are astronomical. I wouldn't worry about it. I would just make it happen because you're probably going to be moving from better and from bad, or worse investments into much better investments at Vanguard, which over time is probably going to improve your returns by more than you will likely miss out on. So I just
3: yeah, I realize it's an irrational. I realize it's an oh, irrational fear, but it's. I mean, I think most that, fears are. Um, you know, moving. Yeah. I mean, I think anyone moving that amount of money would have some, some Ab- pause.
1: Absolutely. So. Absolutely. But I would be thrilled to be doing it. I would be so excited about doing it, about the prospect of having lower fee vehicles that could return more money to me. And remember, one other thing, when you get ready to invest it with Vanguard, remember, don't invest, don't take more risk than you need to. This is something a lot of us do is We tend to take more risk because we've been doing it for so long to build the wealth, but now we have the wealth, we're comfortable, and we still continue to take high risk and get the dickens scared out of us at some point when we don't need to take it. Take away some of that stress in retirement. Thanks so much for the call. Tom
0: and Don are talking real money.
1: Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So, scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004.
0: guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: (laughs) I'm just touched and pleasantly surprised that so many of you are calling today when my expectations were low. Although Tom got quite a few calls on Christmas Eve too. I'm surprised. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number and we've got Marty waiting. Hey Marty, welcome to the program. Hey Don, thanks for
4: taking my call. Pleasure's yeah, mine. I'm sitting here in Spokane, sitting in Spokane watching the snow drip off the roof. <laughs> but at least it's dripping. Yeah. It's dripping now. Um, I have a question. What's your opinion on the CBDC, the uh, digital money currency that governments are talking about, the government banks?
1: Well, I think that they're exploring it, and I don't think it's a done deal by any means. And what you're talking about is the uh, currencies based on the blockchain. Um, And uh, a number of, well, I mean, we have one country that went totally to digital currency, and that's been a total failure as it's nearly bankrupted the country, and that was El Salvador. But I, I... I, I, I do know that, that Australia looked into it, and I believe they abandoned the idea. Uh, I I know that China has pretty much said it's unlikely. I, I don't know that it's a—I still believe that, one, cryptocurrencies are a solution desperately in, in, in search of a problem to solve. They don't solve any real problems we have as consumers. And I think, therefore, the central banks, the treasury departments, and the like around the world, are saying, well, what do they do for us that would – and and what might be the problems? You see, I, I don't think that all the potential problems with – crypto dollars or crypto euros or crypto pounds or or yen or whatever it might be have been explored and those have to be taken into account what if a blockchain-based dollar is far more hackable than the current banking system that we have right now i mean it's turned out that cryptocurrencies have been real relatively easy to steal i mean almost easier to steal than real money
4: I was the reason I'm calling about that is I switched my uh, money over to a money manager that has done very well for me since July. My my money had gone down from one point five to just barely at a million, Mm -hmm. and in since July, this man has had me up to one point eight again and he seems to he goes against the grain. Yes, I know. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. What has he what what has he invested in that has turned um that has given you an eighty percent return on a million dollars?
4: It was it was up, and now I'm back down to like 1.6. It'll go. Well, okay. You what know, what it'll did he? Do but
1: what, what? He what?
4: is in XLP. XOP. He's we're mainly 70 percent energy, and then uh, materials, industrial. Uh,
1: Wait a minute. You really mean XLP XLP the 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 ETF?
4: No, uh,
1: yeah, it's X O O is an octopus. P. i oh, O P. I'm sorry, XLP is an ETF. Uh, you're talking about the spider S and P oil and gas. S Yeah, XOP. Yeah. But uh, but even XOP. X-O-P. we we What's a little bit? Even XOP is only up uh, right now uh, about uh, fifteen or twenty percent, not sixty.
4: Yeah, I know. But all I know is I look at the numbers and I say, how did this happen? Okay. And it's like, uh, you know, we, we don't follow. If the stock market goes down, a lot of times my portfolio will go up. He's got, he's got it in. It's a very defensive portfolio. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just know that I was way down and now I'm a lot higher up. Than I was in July. Okay, but does 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 he know
1: does he know when to get back into the other things when they are about to go up? I don't believe it. No, he
4: doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't time. Okay, all right. So
1: wait, wait, here's what. But basically, what we're saying right now, Marty, is that you got you moved to a guy who has a strategy that just was in the right place at the right time and got lucky.
4: Yes, and he was, his strategy, if I would have got in early at the beginning of the year, he has been able to do real well for all of his clients, but, and I hate to say this, because I believe what you and Tom talk about, and I hate annuities, now get ready, What's the pyramid in San Francisco that you say was built on commissions?
1: Transamerica. I
4: think it was you, I heard.
1: It wasn't me, but yeah, I've heard Trans- it said. The Transamerica Trans- Trans- Tower, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so
4: it was built on commissions. Yeah. Well, he has the feeling that the only way to protect things in the coming, well, six months yeah. to the next seven years, Mm-hmm. Is to go into an annuity. Well, I got to tell you, I, I, I
1: and, and Marty, we we're gonna have to run because we're running out of time. Um, I, I I this guy scares the living daylights out of me. His philosophy scares me. If in fact he's given you the returns he's given you, congratulations, and you were really lucky uh, past that. I think this guy may be actually dangerous to your wealth, but hey, I could be wrong. I don't know everything, but thank you for the call. Jared and Ann, we've got just a minute. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Jared, Ann, hi. How's it going, Don? Good. What's up?
5: Um, got, <laughs> I want to say uh, a long-time listener and want to thank you guys for all that you guys do want to know if you have any more of those shirts that are great for stopping blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I yeah. couldn't even tell that was you yesterday. Or, well, last week, never you were calling in. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. So yep. to build off a little bit of Ann's up um, questions earlier on bond, you can have a couple more um, I'm trying to work with my parents a little bit. They've been uh, managed professionally by Fidelity, um, though I don't you can go into that different things I'm the professional management on that and always being a fiduciary advisor but uh, they have different funds within bonds that they have them split up over their whole portfolio it's about a 50-50 split between bonds and equities and I was just couldn't believe how many different bond funds they're in and I think it's just to add to confusion
1: more on that side. Well, I honestly believe when people use a whole lot of funds, particularly for something as simple as bonds, I can see it with stocks because you're trying to get a lot of different asset classes. But with bonds, there really aren't a lot of different asset classes. At most, if you're doing a good job by somebody, you probably need two bond funds if you believe there should be some internationals in the portfolio. Uh, Maybe three if you're looking for something really low volatility. But uh, a bunch of bond funds, I think, is irresponsible. I'd sure be looking at whether they're actively managed or not, and what the fee structure is. But I think it sounds to me like uh, you know, anything anything over a couple's overkill. Thanks for the call. Tom and Don are
0: talking real money for your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And if you've missed Tom like crazy this week, well, you have an opportunity to. Uh, to bug him and spend some time with him because for some crazy reason he just wants to take your calls and actually help you manage your money outside of the show give you more time than we can here in the program for those big hodgepodgeitis type questions and you know to help you start a plan that kind of stuff all you have to do is um well If you want to meet with one of our appell advisors for free, no obligation, no cost, you just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on Meet an Advisor. But if you want to set up an appointment with Tom, you can actually do that. Just call 800-386-3004, 800-386-3004, and say that you want to talk to Tom, 800-386-3004.
0: that the information provided Thank on talking real money is Jerry, informational, right? educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes. So please yeah, consult yeah. with a really Thank good fee only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, talking real money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is